guys um i haven't posted in a while sorry about that also um we're gonna read uh the book finally um also uh i'm gonna give a big shout out to nether theory uh yeah um thank you uh for everyone who's supporting me and also another theory what is um your brother's podcast name i mean a podcast like the podcast but yeah thanks hi guys um we're reading warrior cats today um and i will try not to stumble along my words i tend to do that a lot i'm really sorry i wish i could do better um but yeah let's get on with it so i lost my place so i think this is where i left uh uh, where i left off so yeah Yellowfang's reaction had shocked Firepaw. He, th- Firepaw, he thought he'd seen her at the most vicious. She seen her most vicious when they fought after their first meeting, but her eyes burned with a new rage now. I think the kids are fe- finding it hard. Confined, confined camp. He mewed cautiously. They're getting restless. I don't care how restless they are. Growled Yellowfang. Just keep them away from me. Don't you like kits? Firepaw asked, curious in spite of himself. Did you did you never have kits of your own? Don't you know medicine cats don't have kits? Hissed the elephant furiously. But I heard you were a warrior before that, Firepaw ventured. I have no kits, the elephant spat. She snatched her tail from away from him and sat up anyway. Her voice suddenly lowered and she sounded almost wistful. Accidents seem to happen to kids when I'm around them. Her orange eyes clouded with emotion. She laid her chin flat on her forepaws and stared ahead. Firepaw watched her shoulders sink as as she released a long, silent sigh. Firepaw looked at her curiously. What could she mean? Was the old she-cat being serious? It was hard to tell. Yellowfang seemed to swing from mood to mood so quickly he sh- so quickly he shrugged it to- he shrugged to himself and went on with the grooming. There are a couple of ticks I couldn't pull out. He told her when he had finished. I hope you didn't. I hope you didn't try, even try, you idiot! S- snapped Yellowfang. I don't want any ticks embedded in my rear. Thanks. Thank you very much. Asked Spidely for a little mouse bile to rub on them. A splash of that in their breathing holes and they'll soon loosen their grip. I'll get some now, Firepaw offered. He was glad of a chance to get away from the grumpy cat for a while. And it was certainly no hardship to go and see Spidely again. He walked toward the Ferdin tunnel. Cats crossed the clearing around him, carrying sticks and twigs in their teeth. While he had been grooming Yellowfang, the camp had grown active. It had been like this every day since Blue Star had announced one clan's disappearance. The queens were weaving twigs and leaves into into a dense green wall around the sides of the nursery. 
making sure that the that the narrow entrance was the only way in and out of the bramble patch. Other cats were working the edges of the camp, filling in spaces in the thick undergrowth. Even the elders were busy scraping out a hole in the uh, in the in the in. Oh my goodness! I'm so sorry. Even the el- elders were busy scraping out a hole in the ground. Warriors, uh, warriors filled steadily past, piled steadily past, piling pieces of fresh kill beside them, ready to be stored inside the newly dug hole. There was an air of quiet concentration determination to make clan as secure and well supplied as possible if shadow clan had a move on the territory then a clan would shelter inside the camp they would not let themselves be driven out from their hunting grounds as easily as one clan had been dark stripe longtail willowpell and dustpaw were waiting silently at the camp entrance their eyes fixed on the opening to the gorse tunnel a patrol was just returning, Dusty and Paw Sore. As soon as the warriors entered the camp, Darkstripe and his companions approached them, exchanged words words with them. Then they slipped quickly out of the camp. Thunder Thunderclan borders were not being left unguarded for a moment. Firepaw headed down down the fern tunnel that led Spotterleaf's den. As he entered the clearing, he could see Spotted Leaf was preparing some sweet-smelling herbs. Can I have a, some mouse bile for Yellowfang's ticks? Firepaw mewed. In a moment, replied Spotted Leaf, pawing two piles of herbs together and mixing the, the frag, fragrant heap with one delicately extended claw. Busy, busy? Firepaw asked. Settling down on a worn patch of earth, I wanted to be prepared for any casualties. Spodleaf murmured, glancing up at him. With her clear amber eyes, Firepaw met for a gaze, her gaze for a moment, then looked away. An uncomfortable feeling prickled his fur. Spodleaf turned her attention back to the herbs. Firepaw waited, happy to sit quietly and watch her work. Right, she muted at last. What was it you wanted, mouse bile? Yes, please. As Firepaw stood up and stretched each le- each back leg in turn. The sun had warmed his fur and made him feel sleepy. Spotleaf bounded into her den and brought out and brought something out. She held it gingerly in her mouth. It was a small wad of moss dangled on dangling on the end of a thin strip of bark. She passed it to Firepaw. He tasted her warm, sweet breath as he took the strip between his teeth. The moss is soaked in bile, Spotleaf explained. Don't get any in your mouth, or you'll have a foul taste for days. Press it into the ticks, and, and then wash your paws in the stream. Not without with your tongue. Not with your tongue. Firepaw had trotted nodded and trotted back to Yellowfang, feeling suddenly cheerful and tingling with en- energy. Hold still, he mewed to the old she-cat. Carefully, he used his forepaws to press the moss into each tick. You may as well clear away my dirt now. Your paws are already foul, she meowed when she- he had finished. I'm going to take a nap, she yawned. Nap, she yawned. 
revealing her blackened and broken teeth. The warmth of the day was making her sleepy too. Then you can go and do whatever it is your apprentices do, she murmured. When Firepaw had cleared away Yellowfang's dirt, he left her snoozing and made his way to the gorse tunnel. He was keen to get to the stream and rinse his paws. Firepaw, a voice called from the side of the clearing. Firepaw turned. It was also half-tail. It was, sorry, it was, it was half-tail. Where are you off to? Meowed the old cat cautiously. You ought to be helping with the preparations. I've just been putting my smile on Yelping's ticks, replied Firepaw. Amusement flickered in Halftail's whiskers. So now you're off to the nearest stream? Well, don't come back without fresh kill. We need as much as we can can find. Yes, Halftail, Firepaw replied. He made his way out of the camp and up the side of the ravine. He trod down to the stream where he and Graypaw had hunted, hunted on the day he had found Yellowfang. Without hesitation, he jumped down into the cold, clear water. It came up to his haunches and wet his belly fur. The shock made him gasp, he sh- and he shivered. A rustle in the bushes above him made him look up. All through the familiar scent that reached his nose told him there was nothing to be alarmed about. Where are you? What are you doing in there? Gray Paul and Raven Paul were standing looking at him as if he were mad. Mouse Bile, Fire Paul grimaced. Don't ask. Where where are Lionheart and Tiger Claw? They've just gone to join the next patrol, answered Gray Paul. They're ordering us, ordered us to spend the rest of the afternoon hunting. Half Tail told me the same thing. Fire Paul mewed. Flinching as the chilly current of water rushed around his paws. Everyone's busy back at the camp. You'd think we were about to be attacked at any moment. He climbed up onto the bank, dripping, dripping. Who says we won't be? Mewed Ravenpaw, his eyes flicking from side to side as if he expected an enemy patrol to leap out, out of the bushes at any time. Firepole looked at the heap of fresh kill. That was that was piled beside the two apprentices. Looks like you've done all right today, he mewed. <coughs> yeah, mewed Graypaw proudly. And we still got the rest of the afternoon to hunt. Do you want us want to join us? You bet, Firepaw purred. Gave him a self of himself a final shake, then bounded bounded into the undergrowth after his friends. Fireball could tell that the cats back at the camp were impressed with the amount of prey the three princes had managed to catch during the afternoon hunt. They were welcomed back with high tails and friendly muscles. It took them four journeys to carry the bumper catch to the storage holes holes the elders had dug. Lionheart and Tigerclaw had just returned when their patrol as far their patrol as Firepaw, Graystripe, Graypaw, and Ravenpaw carried their last load into the camp. Well done, you three, Lionheart, meowed Lionheart. I hear you've been busy. The store is almost full. You might as well add that last lot to the pile for tonight and take some of it back to your den with you. You deserve a feast. 
The three apprentices flicked their tails with delight. I hope you've uh, not been neglecting Yelkling with all this hunting, Firepaw, said her claw growled warningly. Firepaw shook his head impatiently, eager to get away. He was starving. He had obeyed the warrior code this time and not eat a morsel while he was hunting with the clan, nor had Graypaw or Ravenpaw. They trotted away and dropped the last of their catch on the f- fresh kill that already lay in the center of the clearing. Then each of them took a piece and carried it back to their their tree stump. The den was empty. Where's Dustball and Sandpaw? asked Ravenpaw. They must still be out on the patrol, Firepaw guessed. Good, meowed Graypaw, peace and quiet. They ate their fill and, and lay back to wash their cool They ate their fill and lay back to wash. The cool evening air was welcome after the heat of the day. Hey, guess what? Mewed Graypaw suddenly. Ravenpaw managed to squeeze a compliment out of of old Tigerclaw this morning. Really? Firepaw gasped. What on earth did you do to please Tigerclaw fly? Well, Ravenpaw began shyly. Looking at his paws, I caught a crow. How'd you manage to do that? Firepaw mewed, impressed. It was it was it was an old one. Ravenpaw admitted modestly, but it was huge. At Graypaw, even Tigerclaw couldn't find fault with that. He's been in such a bad mood since Blue Star took you on as her apprentice. He looked his paw thoughtfully for a moment. Hang on, hang on. Make that sense, Lionheart made deep, deeply. Oh, sorry, I don't know where I'm at. Uh, he's just worried about Shadow Clan and the extra patrols. Mewed Ravenpaw hastily. You should try not to annoy him. Their conversation was interrupted by a loud yowl from the other side of the clearing. Oh no, Firepaw groaned, getting to his fall. Pause. I forgot to take Yelfing, her share. You wait here, but mewed Graypaw, leaping up. I'll take her some. No, I'd better go, protested. Firepaw protested. This is my punishment, not yours. No one will notice, argued Graypaw. They're all busy eating. You know me. Quiet, quiet as a mouse, quick as a fish. Wait here. Firepaw sat down again, unable to hide his relief. He watched his friend trot away from the tree stump to a pile of fresh, fresh kill, as he were carrying out, as if he were carrying out orders. Graypaw confidently picked up out two of the juiciest-looking mice. Quickly, he began to pad across the clearing towards Yelping. Stop, Graypaw! A loud growl rumbled from the entrance of to the warrior den. Tigerclaw strode out and marched over to Graypaw. Where are you taking those mice? Was a sinking feeling in his stomach. Firepaw watched helplessly from the tree stump. Beside him, Ravenpaw froze mid-chew and crouched over his meal with his eyes wider than ever. Um, Graypaw dropped the mice and shuffled his paws uncomfortably. Not helping young Firepaw by feeding that Greek traitor over there, are you? Firepaw watched Graypaw study her pa- his paws for a moment. Finally, finally, he replied, I I was just feeling hungry. I was going to take them off and eat them by myself. If I let that pair 
pair get a look in. He glanced at Firepaw and Ravenpaw. They'll leave me with nothing but bones and fur. Oh, really, Firepaw? T- oh, really? Mewed Tiger Claw. Well, if you're so hungry, you might as well eat them here and now. But Graypaw looked down at the senior warrior in alarm. Now, Gray growled with Tiger Claw. Right, Paul bent his head quickly and began to eat the mice. He demolished the first one in a couple of bites and swallowed it quickly. The next mouse took longer for him to eat. Firepaw thought he'd never managed to swallow it, and his own stomachs clenched in sympathy. But eventually, Graypaw gave a final difficult gulp, and the last bit of mouse disappeared. Better now? asked Tigerclaw, his voice smooth with mock sympathy. Much replies Graypaw stifling a burp. Good, Tigerclaw stalked off again. Back to his den. Graypaw slunk uncomfortably back to his two, Firepaw and Ravenpaw. Thanks, Graypaw, Firepaw mewed, gratefully nudging his friend's soft fur. That was a quick thinking. The noise of yelping yell rose into the air once more. Firepaw sighed and got to his paws. He would make sure he took her enough to see her through the night. He wanted to turn in early. Stomach's wa- stomach was full and his paws were tired. Are you okay, Graypaw? He asked as he turned to leave. Meow! Mo- moaned Graypaw. Graypaw. He was hunched into a low crouch, squinting with pain. I've eaten too much. Go and see Spotleaf, Firepaw suggested. I'm sure she'll find something to help. I hope so, mewed Graypaw, tottering slowly away. Firepaw wanted to watch him go until another angry yowl from Yellowfang sent him sprinting across the clearing. That is the end of chapter nine. I am so weird. What is wrong with me? Okay, anyway, um, forget I said that. Um, yeah. Thank you guys. This has been a long chapter. And also, if you guys don't like it, um, just tell me in the reviews if you like, um, the background music when I'm reading. See ya.